0: You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. All right, I have a question for you. Why did you decide to be a mother? and why do you choose to be a mother today and i don't mean the actual responsibility of keeping these humans alive what if we can ask ourselves something even greater because we all have our own reasons our own purpose for being parents for being moms for raising these babies right into the next generation well in this episode Um, That's one of the questions that we dive into, and it's going to make a lot more sense soon. So as promised, weekly episodes are now back and I'm starting off with a powerful conversation with someone that I had the privilege of learning from just recently. She is a speaker and I'm going to put her her, uh, her contact there in the show notes as well as her Instagram. I want to make sure that you guys connect with her, that you're following her, that you're learning from her. She's a powerful woman who is an advocate for creating meaningful relationships, for creating you know, more meaning in our lives overall, more purpose, right? And I think ultimately, we're all deeply craving both of those things. So without further ado, let's get this episode started. Hey, ambitious mamas! Krista Rialva here, and I am so excited to to relaunch weekly episodes with an incredibly powerful woman. And I have Afia here, and I just learned from her and heard from her and she spoke to my heart just recently during sweet retreat, which is such a powerful event. So shout outs to Lori Truman or whoever hired you because it was exactly who we needed. Now something that she and I have in common is obviously we're moms and we're ambitious. But one thing if you that you're gonna bring to life today, and I'm so excited because this is really what you know, I know that we really are aligned on aligned with is authenticity and creating real relationships. And I, I teach and I speak and I mentor on social media all the time. And I think it's such an incredible tool, but where people are missing the mark the most is not keeping the true genuine social in social media. And I, I feel like you coming into this conversation with your powerful story and your expertise and, and really your intention on really how to create sustainable businesses through real connection and real relationship. And just the other day, I was at the skate park, that <laughs> and I know you see seen me skateboarding. Yes! And, I, <laughs> yes! and I was with a mom for, that I know from Instagram and um, and we were just like, her and I we're just sitting on our skateboards and she just started skateboarding too. She's 40, you know, and, and she's like, I really like, I really love seeing you and meeting you offline. And, and you're the same person, but I love this connection. Mm. And it was, it was me kind of letting down my guard too. And, and like showing that things are not always perfect. And then I'm, you know, I've bumps and bruises just like the other mom and mom to mom, you know, we've got this. So thank you so much for being here. And I'm so excited to get this conversation going. So well,
1: thank you. Thank you so much, Krista. Thank you, first of all, for reaching out and and carving out the time for this. It is, it's such an honor and a pleasure to connect with you as well, because I'm the same girl. I was girl crushing you when I saw, first, when you shared your story at Sweet Retreat about starting your skateboarding journey. And, and you know, I have to give credit where credit is due. I actually, you know, was brought on by the Sweet Retreat team. First of all, by introduction by Tracy Graham from Canada. Yes. yes, and Tracy's an amazing supporter of female leadership and entrepreneurs. Well, I really have to give her huge kudos for that and for championing other female uh, businesswomen. And and then the events team, you know, the events team, Riley and Melissa, who had asked me to participate in this event. And as you know, it was an event that was supposed to be in person. And then we had to change the date and it became a virtual event. But I'm just so glad that we were still able to connect and hear so many powerful stories and get so much incredible training from those such as yourself crystal who are in the trenches you're in the trenches building a business you're in the trenches as a mother you're in the trenches showing other people how to do it so i'm excited about our conversation today because it is going to be all about that it's going to be all about being authentic as a mom, regardless of what you're doing outside of your, you know, your motherhood journey.
0: Yeah, and we're, we're recording this a day after Mother's Day, right? And, um, and I think it's perfect timing. So I think, you know, we're all grown women on Instagram, so we shouldn't fall, you know, fall prey to like comparison, comparison and comparing ourselves to other people and feeling less than. But why do we do it?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's such a good question. That's such a good question. So first of all, before I give any advice, I do need to give you all a disclaimer. Okay. I am not a professional mom. Okay. Like you know, if, if you need professional <laughs> advice, you should probably seek a professional's advice. <laughs> I am an amateur mom. You know, I I, I do this full time because of life circumstances. You know, once, once you have that child, your child is your child for life. Mm-hmm. And everything that I, I know and I have experienced it is due to amazing women who have come before me, my mother, my grandmother, aunts, and and friends who have come before me, and also the support of an amazing community of other um, mothers and also just other other um, supporters of raising children. So like I said, I'm not a professional mom. (laughs) I don't know who is, but today I just want to share with you what I've learned in my journey. And so, you know, this comparison thing, honestly, Krista, I think in addition to social media, I think it comes from our deep desire to do things right. Mm you know as women we tend to want to um, be validated in what we do we want to be appreciated for what we do we want people to acknowledge us in our journey that we are going along the right path and that we're not only taking care of ourselves but that the future generation is going to be okay with our influence Mm -hmm. i think once you become a mother there's this additional level and awareness of a responsibility that wasn't there before, mm-hmm. right? Now, now your actions and everything that you do is not only going to have consequences on your life, but it's going to have consequences on another human being mm-hmm. and another generation of human beings whom, if all things work out as we would hope, they are going to outlast us on this earth. Mm-hmm. And so this awareness of that, I think then we, we seek answers we look around for for confirmation that this is the right way and in addition to that let's be real the minute you have a child come into your life no matter how that happens people are so ready to give you advice on how to do it right right (laughs) like am I right did you get that right when you when you you had your first child like people are ready voluntarily without you asking to give you advice on what you should be doing
0: Absolutely. I mean, I got goosebumps, right? I, what, what spoke to me so that truth that you just spoke is so real, like, because that's it. You just nailed it is that, yes, we are our, um, comparing ourselves to other moms and wondering if we're good enough and wondering if we're doing it right. But ultimately, it's because of the, the deep love for our children. Yes. Right. So it's like, I think that is so powerful. Right. It's like, I don't want to screw up my kids. Am I, if I give them these shoes, will they be happy? Like, right? that's all about their kid new shoes. Exactly. And
1: how, how many sitcoms or movies have we yeah. seen with people on a therapist's couch yes. talking about how the parents ruined their lives? Right. Like, nobody wants to be the topic of that discussion.
0: <laughs> Can we avoid it though? Like, I feel like gonna be something absolutely. <laughs> we're doing the best we can that's for sure but uh, that, that really speaks to me to me deeply and it's like I have those conversations with with my husband often too it's like you know it's like do we want them to duplicate this behavior right and and I'm also you know looking you know always trying to listen to the words that I'm saying and um you know choose my words carefully I don't have to go to work Mm. I choose to go to work, and why do I go to work? I don't go to work to make money, right? I go to work to impact people, to impact these women's lives, to, to hopefully make a difference. Different narrative, right?
1: That is so true. That's true. And they are listening and watching, you know, I'll share with you briefly, Krista, my, um, my motherhood journey, because I think every, every mother has their journey into motherhood and it's something that we hold dear to, to our hearts. And we will always remember, you know, I, so I met my husband in, uh, 2009. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then a couple years after that in 2011, we got married a couple years after that we had our first child who was a son, who was a son named Elam. And that's where kind of the traditional path to motherhood ended. Mm -hmm. So the following year, 2014, my husband's nephew, who at the time was living with his family in Togo, which is a country in West Africa. Uh, New Year's Eve, they were celebrating, then bringing in the new year. They were playing and launching firecrackers. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, one of them exploded in his face. And so that accident left him completely blind. So you can imagine, 13 years old, he is seen, able-bodied all of his life. All of a sudden, because of a freak accident, he's completely blind. And there's a long story to how this all happened, but eventually as a family, so we're talking about his parents, myself, our extended family and my husband, we decided that the best course of action to support him in his future growth was for him to uh, come to Montreal in Canada where we live Mm -hmm. and attend a very specialized school for the blind that is here. Mm -hmm. And the, the best way to do that was through adoption. So can you imagine, that his parents and he's their only child his parents had to legally give him up knowing that if they were to leave their life behind that was very um i would say very comfortable and very successful uh, people in their own right if they were to leave that all behind to start from scratch in canada it would be a disadvantage to their child and now the extra needs that he had mm. so we had a one-year-old We had a 13 year old um, with a brand new disability that we were all navigating. And we're also navigating this international adoption process. So that all happened, you know, 2014 and, and forward. And today, honestly, I am, I'm just amazed at what both of my sons have taught me throughout the process. their their love, their grit, their perseverance, their their maturity, and just also the lighthearted joy that only children seem to be able to master um, at that age. And so today, as, you know, a birth mom, as an adoptive mom, I've had my share of looking around and comparing and, and also at times really beating myself up about not quite doing it like other moms, Mm -hmm. you know, Chris up until recently, this was up until the pandemic. I had a career even before my, my first son was born where I traveled almost all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I loved it. I loved traveling. I loved going to new places. I loved meeting new people all the time. I love constantly changing my environment. Mm-hmm. But there was always this guilt when people would make comments like, "Oh, your kids must miss their mom," and how 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 does your family deal with that? Mm-hmm. And oh, I bet you could. You wish you could maybe be home with them more. Are you looking for another job? Those types of comments always would creep in and make me think am I being a bad mom? Like, should I be home with them? And I was also surrounded, as you know, in in this industry Mm -hmm. uh, of direct sales, where we we laud mothers who decide to step out of the corporate world and be quote unquote, full-time families. Mm -hmm. So I was always constantly surrounded by that as well. And once again, questioning, here I am with people who validate and applaud And recognize women who commit full-time, 100% to their children. And you are traipsing all over the globe. And other people are looking after your children while you're away.
0: Mm.
1: So that's where it started. And, 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 but it got to a point, Krista, where I started to realize that I was feeling guilty when I was at home. I was feeling guilty when I was away from home, and it was this vicious cycle where no matter where I was, I was not satisfied and happy with the way that I was mothering. So I knew something had to change.
0: Mm. Okay, so is there like a question, like a little like go-to statement that we can ask ourselves when that like little ping hits us, whether it's on social media, whether it's at the soccer field, whether it's at school, like, Is there like a little something that you can share with us to like give us a little reality check?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. You know, the the first where it always where it it first started, Krista, and it also starts like this in business as well, is at one point I sat down and asked myself, why? Mm. Why am I a mother? Why do I choose to be a mother?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And. When I ask those questions, the, the, the things that came out for me and I still carry with me today is I am here to take care of these human beings. As in, I am responsible for their survival, their basic needs. Mm-hmm. Are they eating? Are they, you know, are they clean? Are they loved? I, I look at first their basic needs. That's one of my roles. Mm-hmm. I look at what I'm teaching them. What do I want to teach them? Yeah. Right. I can't teach them everything. And I don't know everything. So what am I going to pass on to these children? And at the same time, what am I learning from them? Mm -hmm. And when I asked the learning part, I felt that I I understood that I could be more present with them in the moments that I was with them because I was seeking to learn. Mm -hmm. And and then the last thing that I think we should all ask ourselves is what would I love to do more of and what don't I need to do?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What, what is it that I need to do? And what is it that other people can do for these children? And that includes your own children.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: I'll be honest. I don't like cleaning. I love it. I love a clean house. Mm-hmm. I don't love cleaning. Mm-hmm. And so who is going to help me with this? Yeah. Is it my spouse? Is it my children? is it uh external help who's going to help me with the things that i don't need to do as a mother because it is not my identified purpose as a mother and it's okay once once you lock in on that krista why am i a mother why did i choose to be a mother mm-hmm. and you you crystal clearly lock and in, lock into that what you will find is you will, when you look at other mothers, mm-hmm. you will applaud and appreciate them for the mothers they are yeah. knowing that that's not for you. And that's oh. okay.
0: That's so good. Cause your kids don't love you more if, you, if you're if you the one that cleaned the house. <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Or you're the one that cooked the food or you're the one who did anything like that. They don't love you more because of that. Exactly. No, and imagine and, then I, and I can say that I've, I've definitely felt this, although I've definitely feel that comparison, those pangs, right? Um, I have been able to genuinely appreciate other moms and say like, I am like so blown away with your domestic skills. I, I think you're so incredible at it. And, and they're like, really? And I'm like, no, like seriously, like that doesn't come natural to everyone. And you're so brilliant at that. And say that without any stuff of my own, but just like genuinely celebrating them. And then they're like, well, I could never do what you do, you know. It's like, you know, ultimately, if we are, I think it might be oversimplifying it, but I think one of the greatest things we could do for our children outside of the basic survival, the next thing I would think, I'd love to know your opinion on this, is like, are we happy? Are we yes. are we showing happiness? Are we oh, showing yeah. them how to live? Right. I, mean, so. I think that is really powerful too.
1: Exactly. And, and that comes from doing the things that bring you joy, because then it's not, it's not so much an effort or a conscious work when you have decided to work within your realm of joy and passion. And like you said, Krista, it could be a number of things. You know, there are some moms who are extremely creative or crafty and do they, they're artistic. Or there are some moms who are very technical and they love to, you know, either build things or mechanically work with things with their children. Whatever the case may be, is lock into that because... Yeah. There there is this joy and this passion and this happiness, like you mentioned, that you pass along to your children and they remember that. You know, if I think about my parents, my mother is one of those domestic divas where she's an excellent cook, she cleans amazingly. Um, She's excellent with words and stories and grammar. And every time that I caught her doing these things, I remember just the joy in being in her presence. You know, when she's cooking, she's, she's singing, she's smiling. She's there's, there's a joy that follows her. Uh And I wanted to be with her in those moments, not because I wanted to be cooking with her, Mm -hmm. but because I knew that she was happy and I wanted Mm -hmm. to be part of that.
0: Right. And your kid, your, your, our children could have the same experience watching their mom, play their favorite sport or on stage speaking or doing work they love or giving back or doing anything that lights them up. That's so beautiful. That's, that's incredible. Amazing. Um, I know we only have a short amount of time left together. Um, I would love to, um, to bring the conversation to social media for a second.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, are you okay with that?
1: Yes, I'm good with that. Yes. Um,
0: Because, you know, I've been such a promoter and advocate for social media. And I know there's so many like negative things about it too, possibly. But I think, you know, back to where I started with with how I feel like we're so aligned with creating meaningful relationships and bringing, you know, creating sustainable businesses by creating relationships, right? Yes. And, And I give the example oftentimes of, you know, if you were to walk into a grocery store and someone was like, nice dress, you wouldn't ignore them and keep walking. Like, that would be really weird, right? Right, Right? Like, you'd be like, oh my God, thanks, I got it from here. You know, and you would share with them. And I think it's like, if we can use social media as a tool for engagement, interaction, and support, I think it could be beautiful, and it is beautiful. What would you say, based on what you know of social media and that?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, you nailed it right there, Krista, because that is one of the things that I think I cannot express enough how important it is to have real conversations on social media and i don't know what it is about a screen or a tactile yes. you know flat object where people all of a sudden disengage from regular rules of <laughs> of society That's true. When once they pick up this device yes. and one, you know, I, i'm just going to say it right out i mean i'll be honest my biggest pet peeve yes is when people put out content and then people engage with your content and then you ignore them. Like what? Like what? As you said, you post something and somebody says, wow, I love your earrings. And then you just post something else tomorrow. Are you kidding me? (laughs) right it these someone has taken the time we all know what this is right because the normal social media response to a post is the finger you know swipe up or left or whatever it is right it's the swipe and the and the scroll so if they stopped their scroll to actually type something hello (laughs) can 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 we at least interact so that's number one don't forget all of your humanity just because there's a screen between you and this other person the the other thing and you and you do this so well Krista is bringing in the authenticity which means sharing the full story Mm -hmm. you know you and I both we don't share everything on social media right we couldn't we couldn't there's just not enough time in the day to do that Mm -hmm. even if you wanted to yes but be very aware of the fact that You shouldn't just be sharing the high points. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't just be a celebration platform. Mm -hmm. Share the journey with people Mm -hmm. and it doesn't always have to be real time. I think one of the things that people struggle with is for some reason we think that because something was posted today or that we saw it in our feed today that it happened today. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I do especially when it comes to tough moments and struggles is that I will take the time to write a little note, to journal about it, um, maybe save a, a particular photo in the moment, and then I will leave it. And I will let myself process what has happened. And I will allow myself to learn and to grapple with what I'm struggling with. I will allow myself that private time mm-hmm. to learn the private lessons. Yes. And then when I do that, whether it takes two days, or two months, or sometimes even two years, Mm -hmm. I will then make my lessons public. Yes. And when you do that, I am telling you, it doesn't matter what the situation is. You could be talking about skateboarding. You could be talking about going back to school. You could be talking about going through a separation or a a traumatic event. People will resonate with your message Mm -hmm. because We all go through life struggles as women, as mothers, as business owners, and that's where the relationships are built.
0: Oh, yes, oh my God, so good. Don't post when you're in it, right? Post yes. when you've learned from it, right? Because that is your time to personally process. It's not your time to grieve and air your stuff online, right? A right. thousand percent. Oh my God! I hope everyone listens to this word for word. There were so many golden nuggets in this episode. So many gems. Thank you so so much. I could talk to you for as many hours as you would be here talking to me. But I feel really drawn to you. I feel connected right at the heart. And um, I'm here, um, you know, supporting you. And thank you so much for for being here and sharing your wisdom. It was exactly what it was supposed to be.
1: It's my pleasure, Krista. Thank you for having me.
0: So much. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you love it, make sure you share it and shout out our guests and tag me so I can also shout out you right back. And also for all of you who are growing businesses or who want to grow business or who want to be content creators, who want to monetize their social media, if you want to grow your social for your, to build your business or for all of the reasons, I created a special mentorship program just for you. It's called Social Marketing Superstar. It is your all access destination, everything that you need in one place to learn, to increase your of course, you're following, but also to do so in a more impactful way, increase your sales and also to get what you want to get out, out of your social media experience. Okay. So social marketing superstar is live. It also comes with a bonus so that we can audit your um, IG account and make sure that it's on point and that it's attracting the people that you want to attract and so much more. So go check that out over at Krista Realba, Krista and you will see. It'll probably pop up, but if not, just go right to the menu bar and check out Social Marketing Superstar. And I will see you guys soon. Thanks so much for tuning in.